This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Julian went into his kitchen and was greeted with a distressing sight. His replicator was smoking. He waded through the smoke. I want to be Julian. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why we don't normally have Judy on the show. (laughs) Wow. My husband and I have been drinking, but I want to be Julian, so shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It's Friday Night Fan Fiction, Season 11, Super Hilarious, Mega Funny, Intro Bumper, or whatever. I'm David. Hello, David. I'm absolutely David and nobody else. Okay. I already like new David. (laughs) Better than the old David. Ah, I see David used the technical definition few meaning three minutes early. Hello, I am David today. Ah, Oh, God. (laughs) David. Yeah. Um... Yep, I am David and nobody I, I else. Think, uh, I think the ADD meds did something else to your vocal cords. How are you doing, Judy? I, I'm David. <laughs> How are you? I am good. The person who is not David is helping me set up my ear stuff. Oh. Mm. Well, there we go. I have audio. Wait, are you the stand-in for tonight? I am David. Uh, <laughs> I'm so confused. Are you David for tonight? I believe in David. I also believe in David. Excuse me, not David. Did you not want to hear this? Oh, no, I can hear it. Just fine. Can you hear it? Yeah. I hear what you guys are talking about through the inference of what you say. But you're not David. I am not David. I'm David today. You are David. David, what shenanigans are you pulling? Or rather, not David, what shenanigans are you pulling? I'm really confused. David, as in me, decided that I would do the show as David. <laughs> Makes sense. So you're going to play games and talk about your grandparents owning a... An Atari? Atari, yeah. Well, since I am David, I have to correct you. I, the Atari was given to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer in possession of my grandparents. Okay. Wait, the Atari own your grandparents? Are you sitting in for him the whole show or just at the beginning? I'm sitting in for you the whole show. We'll go through the beginning, and I'm sure Dave will come on whenever. I just hope that his microphone doesn't have the same issues it had last time, which is why I asked him here early. Um, how does the microphone sound now? You sound fine, but you're also not nearly as loud as he is. That's true. I could be louder. Hello, David. I'm Judy. You should be loud as you can be. Hi, Judy. They were making sure that there wasn't something wrong with the mic, because that's why Steve-O wanted uh, me here. Right. It's like you told him earlier this week, David, that there's nothing wrong with your mic and everything is his problem. Wow, Judy. That's a really rude thing to say about somebody else, because how could you know? (laughs) Well, that's because I have powers. Political powers. That's because Judy pays attention to the show. Hi. Not not David. Judy. Hi, I'm Judy. (laughs) Steve-O wants to make sure that um, I, David, can troubleshoot this. Do you, 
Do you, Judy, with more technical knowledge, feel like you need to take over? Why would he ask you? You're, I mean, why would he ask me, <laughs> Judy? I don't have any power of troubleshooting. You're the David here. Commit to the bit, Judy. <laughs> Judy's really good at troubleshooting her 3D printers, so I don't know what the problem is. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment you made to me, Judy. Are we just going to roll 63 everybody now? David will not continue this bit much longer. I'm going to trade. Boo! Me- Boo! <laughs> also, the thing beeped at me. Does that mean the battery's low? Probably. Here, let's trade. All right. Come on. This was funny. It was very funny. It was very good. Everybody have a funny beep beep. Either that or it's backing up. What? What? What is your mic model? It is a Razor Siren X. Uh, Raisin Siren X. The volume knob at the front, could you turn it down to none? None. Uh, it's overdriven, but I don't hear any buzzing. How about now? Much better, actually. That sounds a lot better. I uh, see it was a Windows problem. It wasn't the microphone. Was Windows bumping it up to 100? Yeah, so I put it on 80. Yay. Thank you, Judy, amazing troubleshooter of 3D printers and also microphones. You're welcome. I am the best. My husband, David, though, he's a dummy. <laughs> Wow. Wow, Judy, you are amazing. I, David, am not good at computer. <laughs> Damn right. Coldopener.jpg. So, can you please mail me the audio interface you aren't fucking using because I can resell it for money? Uh, yes? Thank you. I have to go find it. God damn it. Not now. It's somewhere in the back, and I dare not go in there. Not like this second, but sometime in the near future, so that oh, way we can... Oh, maybe this re- second. Oh, no, 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 you don't understand, Steve. It's somewhere in the back, and I dare not go in there. Back where? The back room. I need <laughs> you to fish out that microphone and the amplifier and the, the cable. <laughs> thank you, babe. I mean, thank, thank you, you da- Dave. Thank, thank you, David. <laughs> thank you, David. Thank you, David. Episode 15 of season 11. Thank you, David. Hello, hello Judy. Hello, David. Hello. Uh, you want me to go get the snowball? No, not the snowball, the other thing. Hello, Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, you are married to Will Smith. Ha ha. There's a box back there. Get the box. Our son is fucking stupid. Not Liam. I'm talking about Jaden Smith. He's <laughs> just unique and offbeat. No, no, he's uniquely stupid. Oh my gosh. I don't know how I raised him. I thought I did better. I don't know. Is it in a box? Wait, is, is Judy venturing in the dare not go back there? Or sorry, I, is David, David venturing? I'm going to go the- back into the back room to look for electronics. One of them looks like a box that you plug things into. Yes. And then the other thing is a... Microphone. Only a microphone I, I, David, am aware of back there is a snowball. No, it should be the non-snowball. I think it, it should be an MXL. I will use my advanced David eyes and go look. Go. I want butcher box. But Joe Biden is only allowing us to have four pounds of meat per year. Shut up. <laughs> pounds of red meat. I'm so upset about this. I'll t- I'm, I am laughing my ass off that Rudy Giuliani got branded by the feds today. Yeah. He's like, hey, guys, I'm evil and I got that weird goo coming out my headband. Oh, shit. No, the feds. I got more than one hamburger per month. What's the button on the front of the microphone do, by the way? I don't know. Try pressing it. Uh, <laughs> scam likely. Not answering that. Oh, the one underneath the thing? That's the mute button. That's a mute button? Yeah, you press it in and it makes the microphone go like this. Here, check it out. Ah! 
Pretty good, right? Yeah, not too bad. Damn right. Okay, this is Friday Night Fan Fiction Troubleshooting with Judy and not David, correct? Hi, I'm Judy. Hello, Judy. Pleasure to see you again, Judy. I'm so glad to be here for this show that I am normally on. <laughs> Best host. Yep. <laughs> Has something happened recently? Did you start taking up smoking cigarettes? Your voice is a little husky. Well, you know, uh, nothing helps me better than smooth Laramie 100s. Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Yeah, you have to have the unfiltered if you want to live on the edge like I do. If you want to get all the flavor. All of it. I do chewing tobacco. It's just that I chew the cigarettes. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's somehow worse. <laughs> this is Friday Night Fan Fiction. Joining me tonight are Judy, Sean, and Val. Logan is not here. David is not here. David's in the back looking for the mysterious box in the Dare Not Go There zone. Yeah, I told him to go do that. That big yutz. I can't believe I'm married to him. He said he's an oaf. Because you have all the power over him, right? Yeah, I do. Dim titties don't lie. God damn it. <laughs> all right, so Dave, uh, you weren't here last week, so you'll be Who approaching- calling Dave? Sorry, Judy. Judy. Don't you fucking forget it. <laughs> uh, you weren't here last week when we, um, you like DS9, right? I have been known to enjoy a Deep Space Nine or two. Is Deep Space Nine your favorite Star Trek? Uh, I can't answer for my husband, that oafish David, but, uh... For Judy, you can say that The Next Generation is your favorite Star Trek. Uh, that's true, I forgot. Guys, thank you! Somebody's in the boat with me! Boop, boop. Me being Judy, I do have a little bit more taste than my crass husband does. We found your microphone cable and stuff. Where's it's the a box. Right, where's the microphone? We need the mic. This is a power supply for this. a... That, no, that's a power supply for I, a laptop. I, David. That's a laptop power <laughs> supply. Go put it back. And find the microphone. <laughs> this was stacked on each other. Yes, but now go find the microphone that goes to that. Okay, <laughs> there's no rush, just like you said. I asked for not tonight. Okay, Judy, I'll go try to find the microphone. <laughs> Thank you, my husband. I am not going to be able to keep this up the whole night. I sure am. <laughs> Judy, you're able to do both Garrick and Julian's voices, I hope. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, I don't know if it's going to be very good. Which one, or both? Both. <laughs> can you do Julian Bashir and I'll do Garrick? I can try. So Julian is just like the somewhat refined British. Right. And he's also actually like a genetically enhanced human, so that means he's got a really big pee-pee down there. Right, so normal T-Pusky Judy voices you have. So give me an example. Oh, I'm Mr. Bashir. I really want to go shoot down Jerry's with Miles O'Brien in the Hollow Suites. And also beat the shit out of O'Brien with my racquetball. I'm going to beat the shit out of him with my racquetball. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy and his curly-ass hair and hot Asian wife. He's a good family man. He actually is a very good family man. He doesn't get enough credit because he lasted from TNG into DS9, just like Worf did. But uh, like Miles O'Brien felt better on DS9 than he did on. Uh, oh yeah, he felt kind of shoehorned on TNG. I guess I'll be uh, the, the transporter engineer guy. It just felt kind of weird. Like, I know they have shifts, but it's like, you know, there's three episodes in a row where we go down to the transporter room and there's O'Brien. And then suddenly two seasons where it's just generic red shirts working the controls. Yeah. Ensign Jimny. <laughs> 
So, all right, then I'll do Garrick. You could do Bashir. I think I let Val. Val, did you do the narration last time? Oh, yes. Okay. Sean. Wait, we have a Wii U? <laughs> <laughs> when did we get a Wii U? <laughs> Wii U, Wii U. Oh, okay. You had it before when Liam was over. Yeah, but I have a Switch now. I don't remember having a Wii U. Maybe you just didn't trade it in. Like, that's the tablet for the Wii U. I, Judy, have brought also this thing. It's a microphone. Or are we killing that bit? Who <laughs> are you? I'm 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 Judy. Oh no! Okay, the bit is now officially dead. No, I'm sorry. I was simply confused. I am David. <laughs> yeah, and I am simply confused, and also Judy. I've been best friends with David for nigh on fourteen years, and I can vouch very well that he is confused a lot. Yeah, exactly. So it happens, but that's not the microphone. The microphone looks like this. It's conical in nature. No, cylindrical in nature. This is a cone. <laughs> Conic. The that's not the one. That's wait. What's the one? The one over there? Hi, David. We'll go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that one. Then David, my husband. <laughs> Judy, the not David. You will be doing Julian. Sean, you'll be the narrator. This is chapter two of last week's DS Nine fanfiction. Can I get a link? It's, it's already posted. Okay, good. All right, so I'm Garrick, right? No, you're Julian. Oh, no. I want to be Garrick. <laughs> yes. I'm, no, that's not it. This is broken. It's that one, but smaller. Hi. <laughs> All we have to do is put more power to the forward deflector dish and everything will be okay. Yeah. My wife, Judy, needs to organize that room. Who knows <laughs> what wonders are back there? Oh, that's evil. Wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Only you would know what's buried back there. Only you can prevent forest fires. Organizer. That's right. Where were you in 2016? When Fort McMurray caught on fire. Oh, by the way, Sean, thank you for helping my husband find where the water heater was in our house. You're welcome, <laughs> Judy. That was really cool of it you. It was a real trek. <laughs> now, can you do a Garrick since you asked? Why is there smoke coming out of your replicator, dear? That's actually closer to Bashir still. No, it's not. That's fine. Okay. You're fine. Thank you. I appreciate that, Judy. I'm glad you could recognize that somebody other than your husband has redeeming qualities. You're welcome. Don't look in it too hard. <laughs> wow. Sean, take us off. I'll be Julian then. Ah, <sighs> Garrick walked briskly towards Dr. Julian Bashir's quarters after having to break into the computer system to find them. The good doctor had been rather flustered when he tried to invite Garrick to his quarters for lunch and given wait, him wait, wait, totally... Wait, 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 wait. I want to be Julian. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking kidding me, Judy. No, I want to be Julian. Judy, <laughs> Julian. It's right there. This stuff practically writes itself. It's Juju. <laughs> are you sure? Is this your last... Change of mind? Yes. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Sean. It's Juju's bizarre adventure right now. For luncheon, given him totally incomprehensible instructions. Finally, Garrick made it and rang Julian's doorbell. Julian answered the door with a warm smile. I'm sorry. I forgot that... I <laughs> Garrick, hold on. Good job. I see my husband's best friend is uh, really bad at show. That's yeah, pretty interesting. Well, yes, yeah. I'm pretty sure that you hear your husband say that enough. I swear that I'm going to drop this at some point. Well, my dear doctor, I made it despite your directions. 
Garrick grinned back. Ah, Mr. Garrick, welcome. Julian replied. I hope you're prepared for an unforgettable luncheon. The doctor's face lit up into a stupid grin. Yes. <laughs> Garrick said cautiously, entering Julian's quarters and taking his seat. He threw the seat out of the airlock for some reason. <laughs> we have a decompression on deck three in the promenade. I just wanted to see what would happen if a chair went through the wormhole. Well, it seems as though we have angered the Dominion and now they are declaring war on us for chair encroachment. There's nothing more offensive than a chair assaulting one of our ships. We non-solids do not sit in chairs. <laughs> we find chairs deeply offensive. Julian went into his kitchen and was greeted with a distressing sight. His replicator was smoking. He waded through the smoke. I want to be Julian. <laughs> See, this is why we don't normally have Judy on the show. <laughs> wow. My husband and I have been drinking, but I want to be Julian, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, David. You could be Julian. Who? Excuse you. Fine. I know, but I am drinking, and it is funny. Fine, Julian. You can be David. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> he waded through the smoke and checked his burnt blackened roast. Oh, gods. My roast is ruined, he exclaimed. But what if... People only started listening to this episode a few minutes in and got really confused. <laughs> but what if I were to purchase fast food and disguise it as my own cooking? Oh, delightfully devilish, Julian. Did you just smack your hands together? Because I could see Julian doing that. <laughs> oh, delightfully devilish, Julian. <laughs> He schemed, feeling just as devious as his Cardassian friend. Julian lifted his long, wiry leg to step out of his window when Garrick appeared in the doorway with narrowed eyes. Val, you can sing this. I want to be Val. <laughs> <laughs> but Julian, I talked about this that is strictly forbidden. Even Garrick's going to need his medication when he hears Julian's lame exaggerations of me trouble on Deep Space Nine. I want to be Garrick. Doctor! I'm Garrick! I'm Julian now. Garrick, I was just uh, stretching my calves on the window seal. I submit to exercise. Can you join me? <laughs> Garrick licked his lips at Julian's gorgeous legs before noticing his replicator. I'm Garrick. What? Why is this smoke coming out of your replicator, dear? Julian froze for a split second. Then his augmentated brain kicked into action. I'm Julian! That isn't smoke, it's steam. Steam from the steamed clams we're having. Mmm, steamed clams. Why are you going through the whimsical world of Willy Wonka? <laughs> no, he's nervous, Julian, so he defaults back to whimsical British. Mm. <laughs> Garrick narrowed his eyes even further and left the kitchen. You're not going to snipe me for this one? No, that's a good line. That's 100% grade A Julian Bashir. Phew! Julian breathed a sigh of relief and climbed out of his window into the nothingness of space, apparently. <laughs> I'm following the chair! <laughs> <laughs> After a quick trip to Quark's, he returned with several overpriced hamburgers on a silver platter. Statistically, if you eat at Quark's, you have a... 30% chance of dying. No, it's like a 25%. 38 if Rom is working the bar. Even higher if you are not a resident of the station. 
It depends on if Morn is there or not. If Morn is there, it's a good luck charm. Can we, like, do a one-off tabletop just about the uh, mechanics of surviving a trip to Quark's bar? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I love this. Uh, he stepped into his dining room with a forced smile plastered onto his face. Garrick, I hope you're prepared for mouth-watering hamburgers. He announced. I thought we were having steamed clams. The alien probed. Oh no, uh, I said steamed hams. Julian scrambled, remembering his earlier lie. That's what I call hamburgers. You call hamburgers steamed hams. Garrick raised a suspicious eye ridge. Yes, it's a, a regional dialect. Julian attempted to explain. Aha, uh -huh. what region? Garrick grinned menacingly. Uh, London? The doctor said uncertainly. Really? <laughs> the tailor's grin widened. Well, I've been to North London, and I've never heard anyone use the phrase steamed hams. Julian gulped. Gulp? No, not in North London, no. It's a, it's a South London expression. Garrick picked up a steamed ham and took a bite, <laughs> maintaining eye contact with the beautiful squirming human. <laughs> you know, these burgers are quite similar to the ones they have at Quark's. He commented softly. Oh, no! Julian exclaimed. Patented Bashir burgers, old family recipe. For steamed hams. Garrick raised his eye ridge again. Yes. Yes, and you call them steamed hams despite the fact they are obviously grilled. Uh... Julian scrambled. You know, one thing I should... He suddenly remembered his smoky replicator. Excuse me a minute. Of course. <laughs> Wait, he says it silkily, so it's, of course... Said Garrick silkily, knowing he had caught the doctor out. Julian sprinted into the kitchen and saw his replicator on fire. He cut his losses about getting laid and prepared to usher Garrick out. <laughs> Damn, I'm not going to be able to use this augmented body to bang an alien. He walked back into the dining room and gave an exaggerated yawn. Do you want to be Julian again? No, I'm good. Okay. Oh, well, that was wonderful. Good time was had by all. I'm pooped. He hurried, ushering the Cardassian. Fuck, I don't know the names of these species. Cardassian, you had it right. Cardassian. Cardassian, out of his seat. Yes, I suppose I should be. Good Lord, what is happening in there? Garrick exclaimed, pointing at Julian's burning kitchen. Uh. Once again, the doctor scrambled. The wormhole opening? The wormhole opening, cried Garrick incredulously. On this star date, on this rotation of the planet, in the part of the station localized entirely within your kitchen. Yes. May I see it? No. <sighs> well, my dear doctor, you're an odd fellow, but I must say, you steam a good ham. As the tailor began to walk away, the doctor got in a quick look at his rear and gave him a thumbs up. <laughs> Suddenly, Odo came rushing along the corridor. I want to be Odo. You can, I was just about to say you can Odo be Odo. Odo. Doctor! He exclaimed. Your corridor's on fire. That's a really good Rene Azerbaijan. Or whatever his last name is. Did you just call him Azerbaijan? Yes, I called him Azerbaijan. 
Ajabrois, I believe is how his last name is pronounced. Oh, you're making hot dogs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheese and mustard? They're not steam dogs? <laughs> Thanks, David! Thank you, David. No, Odo, oh, no, it's, it's just the wormhole. He replied uncomfortably, aware Garrick was still within earshot. <sighs> Said Odo. I guess I'll just send something fire response team to Julian's quarters. Uh, no doubt that somehow Quark is involved with this. I do love how consistently in both of these iterations, Odo has been given the most, like, believable performance. Because <laughs> all you have to do is, like, make him sound really grumpy. But that was called Steamed Hams, but it's Garishir by Stella Rivers. Let's stay on the Garrick train. Val, you get to read Garrick's very special gift by Sunny0023. That was good, not David. Well, I am his wife. It's just easier for me if you want me to keep following along with this just to say not David, because the wine is starting to hit. Listen, Steve, I'm going to do what my husband does no? to you. No, okay, you just broke it because Judy never says listen, Steve. She does now. Listen, Steve. <laughs> my husband has been going on and on about the new Ratchet and Clank game coming out, so maybe send him a PS5 in that. <laughs> oh, we're going to get a PS5 first. You won't be able to get any, like, furry porn out of it, though. It's an actual game. No, no, I don't want the furry porn. He does. Val Reed. <laughs> Spies cannot have babies. That's not true. That is patently untrue. Well, the fix says it, so it must be true. Garrick is no longer one. Some people thought... Oh, my, my wife, God. Judy. Thank you, husband. You're the best. Please enjoy these hot dogs with me. Did you say hot dogs? I, I meant to say hot frogs. That's what I call uh, salmon. You call hot dogs hot frogs? No, you call salmon hot frogs. Yes. It's a regional dialect. Uh-huh. What region? <laughs> France? <laughs> well, I'm from Champagne, and I have never heard anyone say the phrase hot frog. Oh, it's not a Champagne. It's a, it's more of a, um, a Merlot expression. Oh, I was hoping you were just going to say Orléans, but <laughs> you went to just another version of wine. Chump. Sorry, Val. <laughs> Some people thought that he still was, but that, at his perspective, was not true. Not true at all, even though... His perspective was always stained with biases and contradictions. Even still, it wasn't true because his perspective had been... What kind of hot been... dogs? Uh, what kind of hot dogs are we making, babe? I believe these are ballpark, right? Especially when it was bias and contradictory. Yes, yes, husband. These are hot, uh, ballpark hot dogs. But I'll be frank. Don't give beef with the frank. Huh. Dan, you're not getting any of Mama's hot dogs. Go away. You are Mama. <laughs> Bit is now officially dead. I mean, if I got really nice boobies like you, that's all right. Judy's boobies? I'll add it to the Patreon tier list. Oh, okay. So, this was the truth. Ellen Garrick, the tailor, <laughs> in quote, was no longer a spy, and he was sharing a maleficent or magnificent partnership well, with really an okay guy. Should I stop or continue? Yeah, Dave, are you talking over Val reading the feck? No, but I didn't mean to. And also, I'm Judy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay even they couldn't say that the guy was good or even fine because he wasn't he was okay not bad not bad at all but not good either his partner was suffering a severe symptom of a lack of affection it was weird that he was suffering from that kind of emotional status 
Status? Yes. Because he actually was being loved by a lot of people. Oh, so he was a sociopath. Yeah, I guess you could say so. It's part of being a spy. Mm -hmm. No, it's his partner. Oh, well, it's part of being British. Okay. He should be happy with tons of affection floating into him every day, but he wasn't. Now, that's called sperm. (laughs) (laughs) He never felt unhappy, but that didn't mean that he was happy. It was just okay. Just okay. Yes, and the fact made him an okay guy, not a good guy, nor a fine guy. Nor a great guy, nor a stand-up cat. No, he was the guy. (laughs) Garrick always wondered why his partner is so okay. And one day, he found, at least in this point of view, the reason of his partner being only okay. It was his family. Family? Oh, so like you, Steve-O. Uh, you gotta drag the skeletons out now, don't you? Har. He figured it out when they were having a usual conversation with a usual lunch. Garak chit-chatted and Bashir listened. Garak? Garak? Yes. Garak. Garak, just like every other days, started a very thoughtful and sincere lie. And the lie was about his childhood with his happy family. He lied about lovely flowers that he grew with his dad and sisters. He lied about the reason he felt lazy whenever it's turned to water the flowers came. And there, unlike usual days, Bashir opened his lips, his pretty lips, in Garrick's perspective, and in his perspective only. Actually, I personally envy you, Garrick. I've never had a family. Oh. Garrick didn't understand why he personally envied him, because who doesn't? After all, I'm Garrick. Yeah. Everybody's personal when they feel envious. It was almost ridiculous. For a story written this poorly, that's very well phrased. Uh, I guess. But he didn't spit the thought out. Instead, he said, I thought you had a family, Doctor. I personally remember that I've met your parents the other day. Weren't they your family? <laughs> and also, did I say family? I meant to say steamed hams. Steamed hams. <laughs> no, they weren't. I mean, yes, they are. Babbled Bashir. Garrick opened both his eyes wide and blinked them for... Four times, not four as in the number, but four, like, to someone, four, from, whatever. I suppose I'm confused, Doctor. We all are. What I'm trying to say is that I've never had a proper family. I hope I could take part in one, sighed Bashir. You mean that you want to participate as a productive family member of a proper family? Family. (laughs) Don't worry too much. Consider the Federation as your family. Family. Said Garrick, and he grabbed a bite of his gag. Gag. Gah. Yeah, gag. It is pronounced gag. Yeah, it's gag. Okay. It's like a worm dish the Klingons like. Gah. <laughs> Let's see what happens when we throw the gag through the wormhole. This stuff is amazing. We're immediately declaring the war over. <laughs> Dominion must have more of this gag. He didn't like the food, uh, but he pretended to like it when Bashir enjoys a meal with the menu. Okay. So there came an idea of having a baby or babies. Okay. <laughs> baby, baby, wormhole. Wait a minute. Wormholes are wild. We are pregnant. Baby, wormhole, do, 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 do. Baby, wormhole, do, 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 do. The fic is getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. Le- left hand writing about starting a wholesome family. Yeah. Family. Ah, uh, yes. I masturbate to the thought of having, like, a really nice family that loves me and I never have any problems mentally. <laughs> That is such a sad yuck, Dave. Oh, you know, it's just something that I, Judy, masturbate to. Oh, jeez. 
Oh, David just gave me a bad glare. I don't understand why. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Sorry, Val. Luckily, thanks to his former career, he didn't have to go to infirmary to be a father. Sure. He felt adrenaline brushing, bursting underneath his cold skin with excitement. After lunch, he had five minutes of deep and careful consideration. And after that, Garrick finally decided to have a baby or babies. Cardassians birth babies through their spoon. <laughs> okay. Have you looked at their face? There's a spoon on it. Uh, that is also a sad yuck. Yeah. For once, it's not me. <laughs> if he was an ordinary Cardassian, he would have visited the infirmary and consulted the doctor. Was it like Baskin Robbins? You just go down there and pick one out? I guess. 31 flavors of baby. Of oh, baby. I'm hungry. <laughs> Why are you hungry after talking about eating the baby? No. It was the hot dog. Perhaps I will meet with Major Kira. She seems really receptive to Cardassian impregnation. Somebody post that image from The Simpsons of the hippie eating a baby sandwich. Ah, uh, the California cheeseburger. <laughs> or that inmate that ate babies in Metalocalypse. He only had one episode, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Who's next? Next is me. Sorry, I just got really, really sad thinking about the one dude in Metalocalypse. Welp. Fortunately, he wasn't an ordinary Cardassian, and he'd earned some meaningful knowledge from a minor re from a minor research that he did before, when he was working for his own people. At the time, he thought that the research had nothing to do with him, but apparently it wasn't. Glad that got resolved. He was so happy he that he finally found a real usefulness of his former career. He would be able to make his partner father their babies without mentioning him before. Uh, what? Scratch that rewind. He would be able to make his partner father babies without mentioning him before. Worded improperly, but you're basically saying you're going to become a dad and you're not going to know it. You don't like that idea. <laughs> he plans to inform him on his birthday as a birthday gift. Holy shit. Happy birthday. You're a father of five now. Ah, uh, yes. Cardassians have litters. <laughs> <laughs> He could give the finest present ever, a proper family. Not his family, just somebody else's family that he kidnapped. I mean, that's in line with what Cardassians do, so, you know. It, it's it, like, it is. Ah, look at this family I've abducted. Please, treat me as your youngest son. I promise to play the part. You'll be little Barry. I don't want to be Barry. You are Barry now, and you will like it. <laughs> He, with the family, his man will find a way to be happy, he thought. Recent father here? Not how it works. He was okay with him being okay, but he would be happier if he himself is happy. And who knows, Happy Bashir would look cuter with this happy smile on his face. This hurts. <laughs> What's left was to know how many family members did he want. Instead of guessing, Garrick decided... To directly ask to his dear partner, Ante said, I don't know, but four could be nice, just like the O'Briens. <laughs> not the, not the O'Briens, Theo Bryans. Like Hero Brian from Mortal Kombat Minecraft? <laughs> I mean, I'm glad my husband can send you those kinds of memes. <laughs> <laughs> Calls and he left away. Who knows? Who knows what? 
So he decided to have three children just in case that his partner was to say larger the better. He flexed his spoon and spat out three Cardassian <laughs> eggs. Give me three of the mouth pops. <laughs> Congratulations, you now have three times the child support payments. Oh dear. <laughs> he successfully hided his pregnancy to his partner, but that surely wasn't an easy work to accomplish. His partner was a doctor. Why did he ask Shirley? Doctor? There should be some bargain. For bargain. <laughs> Quick, send Dr. Nick Riviera through the wormhole. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Julian Bashir. <laughs> we take it back. The goth was good, but Dr. Nick just made us declare war on you again. Ah, you must be Ensign McGregor with a leg for an arm and an arm for a leg. But the important part is that he did it. And here they are. Looking at their... <laughs> looking at the eggs their babies to be. <laughs> Bashir stood stunned holding three eggs, which are only handful big. Val, what kind of eggs do they look like? Like quail eggs, but bigger. Sean, what kind of eggs do they look like? Uh, ostrich eggs, gigantic. David, what eggs do they look like? Hello, I am David. What is the question? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of eggs do Cardassian human baby eggs look like? I, David, believe this is a trick question because I feel like they give live birth. No, this is canon for the story, so we need to know. Somebody said quail and Sean... Ostrich. Ostrich. I said quail, okay. but bigger. Big, like dinosaur egg. Okay, so like Jurassic Park-style dinosaur eggs? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> I am David. We have a patron saying they look like poached eggs. Okay, and I'm going to say they look like fish roe. Oh, I don't understand why nobody <laughs> wants to know what Judy thinks about these. Judy, what do you think the eggs look like? Hollandaise. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it couldn't get worse than the roe. I was wrong. Be, be careful, doctor. Our babies are extremely fragile. Bashir couldn't... In interpretate what he was listening even with his genetically enhanced brain my brain <laughs> even with his genetically enhanced brain so he called out the computer computer phrase program god damn it it's making me do typos that aren't even there computer phrase program but it didn't work computer and the program whatever is playing cannot comply <laughs> Computer program stuck in overdrive. Grack smiled at him and said, Doctor, you may believe it. It's no illusion. They are your children. Our children. What? Bashir grumbled his face with confusion. <laughs> what, the what? Oh, no. I gotta look that up. Noun, an expression of discontent, complaint, unhappy murmur, growl, grumbles. It's a thing? A yep. What does he mean by our children? And there said Garrick, touching his face so intimately with the knife. Wait, what happened to the eggs? They are the eggs. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Doctor, don't be alarmed. You were the one who always wanted a proper family. Family. Now you can consider yourself as a member of one. And then Garrick turned Bashir also into an egg. <laughs> it's like a Sonic the Hedgehog plot. I'll turn you into egg, you evil hedgehog. <laughs> Bashir looked up to his lovely and murderly partner with love and curiosity. 
He tried to say something out, but he failed because tears started coming out of his big, <laughs> stupid, smart almond eyes. <laughs> Instead, he chose to glare softly at Garrick, saying, You're welcome. Okay, I wasn't on board until like the last page, but that was awesome. All right, so next up is David, and then you again, Sean. David, you have 50 Shades of Ventilation by Sonic Stasia. Who? David's not reading. I'm Judy. <laughs> Whatever. Just read it, whoever is using Dave's microphone. But it's Judy's microphone. Did Judy buy the Raisin Siren? Ra- raisin. Raisin. raisin? Never mind. Just read, J- David. Oh. No, no, no. Judy, Judy Reed. Damn it. (laughs) (sighs) I want to be David. (laughs) Next week. I finally came back around. (laughs) Oh, I guess I'm Judy again. God damn. Fine. After you read, David will read. You get to read about Sonic Stasia, Fifty Shades of Ventilation. We're no longer doing the DS9 fix. No. No, we read both of them. That's really disappointing. Sorry, I have to burp. That's fine. That's also what David does during the show. How far am I reading? I'm not drunk uh, well, like I was that last time. It's a short story, so you're reading all of it. Oh, okay. Story. This heat is impossible, said Anastasia. The porcelain milk cream of her cheeks flushed a delicate shade of pink. Sonic sat on the chair opposite. Pause. <laughs> rested gently upon the patio table as if he could catch the wind between them and force the unbearable heat from his fur. That's kind of cute. Anastasia (laughs) is a human. We just started. Yeah, he agreed, taking in a deep, hot breath. He could only imagine how he looked to Anastasia, a big ball of sweat. Do hedgehogs sweat? Yes. Who knows? They got waxed. That's what they sweat. Hedgehogs do sweat, but only from the belly. So you gotta rub their bellies and they'd be like And then your hand comes away all super moist and gross (laughs) He could only imagine how he looked at Anastasia A big blue ball of sweat At least, he felt that way Visiting Australia had been a mistake on his part His cousins didn't even live here anymore He glanced at Anastasia Wait, never mind I don't don't wanna Russia? No, it's from Fifty Shades of Grey She's a human. Fifty Shades of Grey was bad. Was Anastasia the character in that movie? Yep, Anna Steele. Anastasia Steele. It's a human. Pants from uh, Twilight. Uh, Twilight. Dakota Johnson. Yeah, the, the, the name, the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey is a fan fiction. Of <laughs> Danny, shut your mouth. <laughs> I don't like Fifty Shades. That's a fan fiction from, from Twilight, but she got it published somehow. Yes. Yeah, because they changed the names and like any relation to Twilight, so... Yeah, they just did a find a replace on the names. It's all yeah. garbage. Yeah. Greed. He glanced at Anastasia out of the corner of his eye, scanning her once more. She did not appear to be overheating, but she did appear hot. Then again, when didn't she? Thought Sonic. <laughs> From the very- My God, she's so hot. This pair of pants the audience is going to put on. <laughs> okay. You're going to keep interrupting me, Judy? David? <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going back to this. That's I don't even know who I am anymore. I'll make you come over to your Dan. Hear oh, the dog. Bark, bark. <laughs> oh. Baloo. Let Tom Ha hung my head. 
From the very beginning, she had been an angel above any caliber he'd dreamed of. From her powder blue eyes to the tip of her toes, a new heat formed in his belly. But not her hair! <laughs> Anna, Sonic said slowly, tapping an ungloved finger on the table's glass surface. Oh god, I don't want to think about Sonic without gloves on it. A puff of dust rose around <laughs> it. It's just more hedgehog spines. <laughs> the house is cool. Hmm? Oh, yes, it's very cool, she replied, and Sonic frowned. No, no, I mean, the bedroom. It's very well conditioned. <laughs> Anna's lips parted, and she eyed him first with surprise, and then with something increasingly carnal. Sonic could not help the stir between his legs. They raced into the house in an embarrassed... Wait, did they talk about this at all? No. They raced into the house in an embarrassingly literal fashion. With great pain, Sonic slowed himself so that Anastasia landed on the bed first. The pain faded in a minute. His Anastasia stripped and exposed herself to him. <gasps> yep, here you go, David. It's your turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Down. Go that way. Call Dang, your dog. Here. Don't, don't Dang. fuck away. Smut. I got to read smut, you dog. <laughs> right. Get back in your chair. Oh, I think I can read it from no, here. No, you don't even have your glasses. Get in the chair. I can't read it from here. Don't kick <laughs> the couch. It's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two weeks ago was the David show. This week is the Dave and Judy show. All right. Where were we? I don't remember. That was my. Oh, I know. I know. That. I know. That was my. No, we are. Oh. Um. With an easy hop. Yes. With an easy hop, Sonic landed gracefully <laughs> on the bed, groin pressed into Addison's skin. <laughs> may I? May I put forward a request? Sure. Can you read this like a horny housewife? Guys, look at the All patrons' right. chat. Yeah, I see no. what Sam posted. Thank you, Sam. And in a moment, he had sank his into a warmth entirely different from Australia's rabid bite. God damn it. And like the animal he was, he fucked. <laughs> Every stroke was deep, starting from the tip and sinking to the hilt, faster and faster until their music filled the air. The rattle of the air conditioning accompanied them <laughs> in rasping whispers. The music rose and rose and rose and. <laughs> You're so mature. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic stopped. What the hell was that? Was that a goose? Anna was silent for a long moment, stiff as a board. Edda, did you hear that? What was that? Sonic heard Anastasia swallow hard before slowly pulling away. That, that was my vagina. What? But it sounded like a... I know, I know, it does that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, queefs. She said, nodding at her lower lip. She had looked pink beneath the summer sun, but now she looked positively rubicund? Yeah, rubicund. It's a fancy way of saying really red. Red as the fire was hot. Sonic blinked. I see, he said slowly, scratching his fuzzy blue chin with three cloud fingers. Oh God, I read ahead. Steve-O, don't read ahead. That's nothing to be embarrassed about, though, Anna. Sometimes I make chipmunk noises when I come. You know this. 
<laughs> Anna giggled and Sonic grinned. You're right, she responded. You're right, I don't know. Christian just made it out to be so, so horrible. I never thought someone might find it normal. It's kind of sexy. Not necessarily. It's funny. Sonic arched a brow. That's me, baby. Sexy's hog alive. Now come over here and open your legs again. The hog's got to finish your pussy. They fucked the Australian day away. Okay. <laughs> Still better than the original books that this is based off of. I am impressed. You're an original book this is based off of. What would my biography be titled? Steve O'Bortz, the true A&E biography. Really? That You don't even know enough about me to give me anything personal, just A&E? Well, I've been writing your coattails for, what, 14 years at this point? <laughs> so just Steve O'Bortz, the coattails to write on. <laughs> Why would I give you credit in your own biography? It's supposed to be a damning indictment of your entire life. So when I die, you're just writing an expose about how terrible of a person I was? Yeah, it's like me and Steve were best friends, and then the screen would go into negative color, and it'd be like, until we weren't. Wow. Until he didn't give me Wolfenstein. This is that episode of Behind the Laughter we talked about the other day. I would be in silhouette, and my voice would be changed. He's like, that motherfucker didn't even give me Wolfenstein when he said he would. I can't believe it. What an asshole. Am I right, guys? You guys are blowing my voice out, right? Yeah, you're blowing my voice out, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to know that I'm Judy. Yeah, you can never know that I am Judy. <laughs> awesome, welcome tits. Sean, you're up next with Cowboy Bebop by Peter Kamara. I thought it was Chimera. <laughs> Everybody stuff together. Okay, three, two, one. Summary. I am coming to Con Bravo convention in Canada, so come to see me reveal my new fan fictions. Details are at my Facebook, Peter Chimera. It's not Facebook. Not Facebook. Fack Buke. There you go. Chapter one, Cowboy Bebop. A Thor's not. Someone had idea I should write a Cowboy Bebop fanfic, but I never watch it. And I don't know if it's a... And don't know. And don't know if it's about, but I had a idea. So I decided instead I write it about Bebop from Ninja Turtles. If he was a cowboy. <laughs> I like it. That's a good subversion of expectations. I was going to say, yeah. isn't that the plot of Cowboy Bebop the show? Like Yoko Kato does a five disc score about Bebop being a cowboy from the Turtles, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes and Half Shell Ninja Turtles. Michelangelo, 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 Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles Ninja Ninja It's ninja, a show ninja, about turtles. turtles that are ninjas and they're ninjas and they're ninjas and they're ninjas and they're turtles and they're turtles Copyright nineteen ninety eight Sunrise Entertainment <laughs> Bebop had a walking all over until he got tired for a drink. I will drink this water. It said, and then he drank it. But there wasn't any. Where will I get water? Bebop said, because he was in the desert, and the nearest town was close by, but he had to get there in time. 
We have some water, but it will coat you beerly, said two mans. Beerly. And they were cowboys that wore black, which in the Texas said that they were outlawing. Steve, for this section, can you play like the Kid Rock cowboy song, but like a really bad midi? I don't even know if it's worth the effort because I don't want to give any sort of spotlight to that douchebag. All right. Can you do it for Cat Scratch Fever by uh, Ted Nugent? You are just trolling me now. Maybe. Fine. I will find the absolute worst midi. Bagpipes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's do this again. Everybody give an instrument. Bagpipes from Dave. Theremin. Val. Melodica. And I'm going to go with Zither. I was going to say Kazoo would be pretty good. No, 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 no. We're going more ethnic this time. We're going world music. Hello. I'm FNF's Brushfire. And being under no duress, I rescind my request to have this, quote, stupid thing be edited into the episode. Thank you for your time. And there will be no questions. Ethnic? Are you just gonna put a Mancala board in there or something? <laughs> Goodness, I haven't thought about that game for so many years. I love Mancala. It's great. It's really fun. Yeah, I also like Howie Mandel from Bobby's World. Yeah, he was like, "Ha, I'm also the dad in this show." <laughs> and then I shaved my head and hosted a game show. Yeah, and also I have really bad germophobia. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? He lives with it. He does. Yeah. Isn't that the same thing that the dude from, uh, fucking, what was it, Nick Arcade had? Yeah, I want to say Scott Summers, but I know that's the wrong name. That's Cyclops. That's Avalanche, or no, Havoc. Havoc. Double dare. Is it Mark Summers? It's Mark Summers. Yeah, it's Mark Summers. I will buy your water if you are... But then one of them said, no, you must give us all your money. Are you kidding me? Mark Summers was born Mark Berkowitz? (laughs) I can see why he changed the name. Berkowitz is a bit cumbersome. Yeah. Honestly, it has a good ring to it. My name is Steve. I can identify with Mark Berkowitz as a boardsman myself. Go back to being Judy. (laughs) (laughs) Was it too real? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. No, you must give us all your money, and then we will give you water. And then they talk their guns out and, and pointed them at. And then they sang about a loving thing. And then they banged. And they th- talk their guns out and pointed them at Cowboy Bebop. Bebop spin kicked his head off so hard it hit the other guy in the head and gave his node bleeding. Can I change my instrument? <laughs> you could just say that you're giving the Judy instrument on top of it. The Judy instrument is pizza time, then. That's not an instrument. Chat, vote now. Is pizza time an instrument? Why in? You know how they're yes. going to vote! I sure do. There will be an accordion. And I'm betting. I'm just betting that it's going to be the right vote. <laughs> <laughs> I have one yes, one questioning. Is pizza time an instrument with a gif reaction? Somebody says, Why? Somebody says, no, the best instrument is mayonnaise. (laughs) (laughs) That's not wrong, but the question was just if pizza time is an instrument, not if mayonnaise was the best instrument. Right. Nobody's contending that mayonnaise is not the best instrument. Like, that wasn't even up for debate. (laughs) Dear Mark Summers, can you please play the pizza time song on mayonnaise? Ew. (laughs) I want to think about that. (laughs) 
<laughs> Go ahead. Uh, all right. Ow! My friend's head! <laughs> he said and then fainted dead. He picked up the mugger head and said, It was a good idea. I kicked you. But he still didn't have water, so he had to go, had to get to town. But it was important to keep it head because it might later be useful. Author Snot, Snoot, <laughs> Snoot, the mugger's head did not have blood on it because the story is rated only PG. Sorry, only PG. So it is like when the head cuts off in Star Wars. I know you said Snoke, but I heard Snoke, and now I want to see Double Dare hosted by Snoke. Yeah, he'd be like a 90-foot hologram and be like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> He just destroys whichever team loses. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Look a fly. He arrived at town in a moment too soon for comfort. Who goats there? That's a town sheriff. We can unafford to bring in such cattle as you. But he's a rhino. No, he's a warthog. I thought... Rocksteady is the rhino. Oh, right. Bebop is the warthog. Right. It's still not cattle, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Bebop said, I am on your side and here is proof. And he showed them the head that he took with him cleverly. That is an outlaw's head. You are welcome into our town. And the town cheered and gave him some water. Not so fat, said a cowboy Baxter Stockman. But it was Baxter Stockman before he turned into a fly, and he was just a regular boxster. He pointed at Bebop holding the head and said about the head, That head is my friend who works for me and is not an outlaws. The sheriff laughed at him and said, Do you have proof? And Baxter said, No, and was with sad. But then when Bebop looked at head was gone, Where did head go? That is my proof that I am on the law. <laughs> Where did head go? Where's my hand at? At, 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 at. So Bebop went to the outlaw's hideout and took his gunks. Do not shoot us, Bebop. Okay. So Bebop put his guns away and had a civil yeah. civilized talking with them. Talking at, with at, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Why is there an image of Bebop and Rocksteady naked? Oh, I remember that issue. They just wanted to be free like the animals. If I could walk with the animals, talk with the but animals, run and squeak store. and fuck with the animals. Uh, and had a civilized talking with at them. We are only outlaws because we have no money. That is not an excusing, so you must come with me and prove my innocence. I'm afraid that is not having possible, Mr. Bebop, said the outlaw boss who wasp have big... Moostack? Moostack? Are you here? Moostack. Okay. Yeah, Moostack. Are you here to ambush me, you scum? Bebop turned around, and his gun shot into his hands, and he turned around and shot all the bullets. <laughs> you missed, Captain Bebop. And the boss jumped over the table to attack him with his rifle, but Bebop said, that is why I always have one more bullet left. <laughs> it's in my mouth. And he put it in his gun and shot the boss face through the window, and the bullet bounced back and hit Bebop Eye. Ow, my eye! Sean, are you okay? No, there's a bullet in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I didn't realize the dangers that faced people working at the ski lifts at Fort McMurray. Yeah, I know, all those bullets just flying everywhere. <laughs> Bebop wrecked. I will have to wear an eye patch now! Oh, man, is this where Bebop becomes Phil Ken 7? <laughs> oh, 
Thanks for saving me, said a nephew. You're welcome for saving the day. But now I am out of bullets. The other outlaws, because they were roke, to begin saint to begin saint again. This time being on the right being on the side of right <laughs> in order, Bebop put on eye patch and retuned him boy to the mayor. Thanks for saving my friend's nephew. I wouldn't have done it, but thank you for doing it. Yeah. But this is not the only time, said Bebop, and he took out the mayor's hat. And they saw he was Baxter Stockman in disguise. So Bebop shot out his guns. Don't shoot, you nuisance. There's no comma, so it's don't shoot, you nuisance. Yeah. Why should I spare you life? Well, well, be- <laughs> <laughs> well, because if you shoot at me, I will kill the cowboys ruck steady. I kill. I kill the cowboy ruck steady. No, that does not happen. Bebop said and shot Baxter 12 times. Haha, you have made mistake. You did not fire the extra shot. Yes, I got it from the outlaws. They are such traitor, Baxter yelled. And then he died. And Bebop had just one shot left. So he used it to untie Rock Stebby before the trap happened. Thank you for saving me from the trap, Ox Steady. Hawker. Hawker Steady became. <laughs> you better. Bebop laughed, but no one got the joke because he said it wrong. <laughs> Zealand! Well, that was an adventure. Yep. For better or worse, the time squandered, it is now 8.43. So do we do a short episode or do we push forward? Short episode, short episode. Push forward. What's a short episode? Push forward. So we have Judy and David saying short episode. Sean saying push forward. Val? Depends if the fic is short again. It's five pages. I mean, honestly, I don't care as long as I don't have to read again. You do have to read again. I don't want to read again. Short episode. <laughs> do you just never want to read? I put in so much effort in those first two reads. I'm kind of shorted out at this point. You didn't. Judy did. Should we just do naked opinions questions or should we do like... I can do naked opinions. Naked opinions sounds all right. All right. So starting with you, Sean, favorite and most hated sodas. Probably Dr. Pepper or Mountain Dew for most favorite. I don't really have any. Okay, no. Diet Coke. I hate aspartame. Val. Well, I can't really drink aspartame or like any sucralose, whatever, because my stomach hates it. It makes me sick. But that is still not the worst drink. I ever had the worst was one of those Mexican ones that was made with tamarind, tamarind concentrate or something like that. It was way too much. Oh, was it the Doritos one? Yes, the Doritos one. How could you even come close to trusting a soda that looks like this? It looks like shitty toilet water. Yeah, it was pretty bad, at least for me. Some people like it because they're still making it, so... I haven't had that flavor, but I've had other ones that are good. Yeah, other ones are decent. Uh, my favorite, I'm pretty classic, Sprite, ginger ale, or maybe a cream soda if, like, it's small batches. Okay, David? So, favorite is Dr. Pepper. It's just the best one. And then the worst, Big Red. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. Wow. They- so wait, Big Red, you're not talking about Mountain Dew Code Red, right? No, 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 I'm talking about a soda called Big Red. It is a red soda. I'm looking at it right now. It's located in Texas. I know it's big in Texas. It was made in 1937? It's gross. 
It's like super sweet, apparently. Ingredients, orange and lemon oils and vanilla. But it's also distributed by Dr. Pepper, so... Right, your favorite and your, your least favorite come from the same company. You don't count Popper's Wild Ice as being a soda, right? That's not a soda, that's an alcoholic beverine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the Big Red is only decent if it's the candy. Like, the only Big Red I know is the fucking cinnamon gum, yeah. The gum? Oh, the gum, yeah. I'm thinking about something else for candy. I'm thinking... Like a Red Hot? A cinnamon Red Hot? Yeah. Yeah, Red Hots. I like Red Hots. So for me, favorite soda, if it were allowed, I'd say a Diet Coke with grenadine, but since it's not, I'm going to say Mountain Dew Code Red. Or you could say, like, the Cherry Coke. No, the Mountain Dew Code Red I still like more than Cherry Coke. Okay. Yeah. And least favorite, because I did have it, the um, Lester's Fixin's Ranch Soda. (laughs) Absolutely disgusting. I'm not even a fan of ranch in the first place. I know. That makes me a heathen to some people. But this soda is just gross. Which means that we need to take shots next time we're around. Make some sort of drinking game and drink it. Sean, we're not doing a drinking game with it. We're making ramenade out of it. Oh, okay. Even better. Like last time when we used, what was it? The Jaritos or it was Ramune that we used? For, I think like- one of them was Ramune, yeah. Uh, but somebody posted Fago Red Pop and then Cheerwine. Cheerwine is okay. Preferred the crafted stuff just like cream soda, but Cheerwine is okay. I used to like Cheerwine and then I came back to America and I hated Cheerwine. <laughs> At some point, David, you and I are going to have to go out drinking and I'm going to order you a flaming Dr. Pepper. That sounds all right. It's a shot of Jaeger dropped into a very specific right, beer. but it's just throw it in the bin. I'm not drinking Jaeger. David, no, 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 no. It tastes just like Dr. Pepper. It is bizarre. I wouldn't troll you about this. It uncannily tastes like Dr. Pepper. Yeah, these are all things liars would say. I will do it with you. All right. Steve was a bad liar. starting with david if you were a pokemon gym leader what kind of gym would it be and what type fire always yes but what type of gym fire no 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 as in like what's the design oh fire (laughs) just fire everywhere the gym's on fire fucking fire it's the burnitarium yes everything would be on fire and kids would be terrified to come in here and challenge me oh the burnitarium slash the burnatorium yeah and everybody would be like uh mr fire gym leader can we come in here i'd be like no watch dvds (laughs) (laughs) sean what's the design and what type of pokemon it's gonna be ice type and probably the ice cavern from ocarina of time oh gross val I'm torn because there are two types that I really love, which are water and ghost. Why not cut the difference and just have drowned Pokemon? (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like a Friday the 13th movie in the gym. Yeah. (laughs) And then like they come in and it's like, you just put Silent Hill music. Love it. For mine, I'm Dark Ghost, and it's just an emo concert. Oh, so it's the third gym from Black and White too, except more emo. Because they're like they're they're like D O G A R S Delgars. They're punk. They're not emo. Emo is like you've got 26 attendees 
and they're all standing in every corner. This 26-sided gym that you've got. It's a 26-sided <laughs> gym. <laughs> Everything's dark and gloomy. Nobody's paying for drinks past the cover charge. And then before the final band comes on, everybody leaves because their moms are there to pick them up. <laughs> and they're all named Stacy. They all have to be picked up by the same mom. <laughs> Stacy, it's time to go. Which one? All of you. That's why she uses a bus. Yeah. <laughs> Valerie, is it the angle of the dangle or the heat of the beat? The heat of the beat. Sean, is it the angle of the dangle or the heat of the beat? I'm going to have to go with the heat of the beat. David. I like cloud swords, so girth. So so angle of dangle or heat of beat? Girth. No, that's, that's not, not an, an option. Answer. It is now. It sounds like angle of dangle. I it would be more angle of dangle, unless you're talking about the buster sword in the middle of being forged, in which case you will burn your partner. Well, you know, if she's into it and she has the uh, fire spell drain materia uh, attached, she's good. <laughs> if she's into it and her vagina is the Friday the 13th Pokemon gym. <laughs> Weird things happen in Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with heat of beat as, as well. You I mean, said heat of beat us? <laughs> yes, heat of beat us. Heat of beat us. Starting with Sean so we can get the depression out of the way. What is one thing you like about your body? Val, what is one thing you like about your body? <laughs> I thought we had that already, but my ass. Okay, David? Steve, what is one thing you like about your body? <laughs> my ass. <laughs> so we've got two defer to others and two asses, so everyone is an ass. I mean, uh, you might be. Yeah. I just happen to like be awful. All right, David, can I be your waifu? No, you don't have a body pillow. <laughs> Sean, can I be your waifu? No, you can be my husbando. <laughs> Val, can I be your waifu? I thought you already were. <laughs> Steve-O, can I be your waifu? No, I'm already married. Next question. Yeah, that would be fine. <laughs> Valerie, what would your magical girl-esque transformation look like? Something similar to card captor Sakura. Okay. David. So you know that scene from uh, Sailor Moon? Yeah. Not that. <laughs> so were we just doing a not Judy thing? You know, actually, I thought about it, and like the one transformation sequence that Tuxedo Mask has in Sailor Moon is completely stupid. <laughs> so that one, Sean. What about yours? Very similar to Sailor Moon, but replace it with Bill from from the Science Guy show. No, from King of the Hill. <laughs> oh yes. All right, I do like this. I don't know what mine would be. I'm going to have to think about it. It would be more of like a Voltron or Power Rangers kind of thing. And just imagine all of the electronics that hate me, like, bonding with my body. Oh, that's a lot. So I come out of it the size of a house. <laughs> but it would just be you, but the size of a house. Do you have, like, a, a giantess fetish or something? No, 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 no. I just meant, like... It's kind of a cross between a normal, like, Power Rangers transformation and the assemblage of, like, the Megazord. I have so many bad electronics that they could literally fill oh, a house. So, no, no, no. They have that in Power Rangers. It's called the Battleizer. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's a real thing. Like, it sucked for, like, the first four seasons because it was, like, feet armor and shit. <laughs> so instead of, like, having cool greaves, you just had feet armor. There's armor on your feet. <laughs> Giant blocky ass feet. 
Or in the case of Mighty Morphin Season 3, I think it was, glitter. You had glitter in your suit. Oh, sweet. I'm okay with this. You just explode? It was the shittiest thing in the world. It was fucking hyped up, and you only had one television channel in Germany. It was AFN, and they're like, oh, new Power Rangers is coming out, and it's going to have cool metallic armor. And you're like, wow, that's, that's fucking cool. And then you go and watch it, and it's like, but that's just fucking glitter. That's stupid. Can we watch this? Yeah, we can watch it. I don't care. Good, because as long as it's not G Gundam, which apparently Sean will refuse to watch, even if you sit him down, pry his eyes open. I'm not allowed to watch it. If we pry your eyes open clockwork orange style, you have still somehow figured out a way around this. Like, it was playing today. I had it playing. It was on Toonami Aftermath. Nobody watched it. Because I was at work. Oh, I was at work. I was just doing work things, like getting money and getting paid. Yeah. Having fabulous Canadian healthcare. No, 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 no. Listen, hold that thought. We can remedy this. Next Patreon goal, $2,500. Ship the rest of the FNF hosts up to Fort McMurray, buy them a projector, and project G Gundam onto the ski hill that Sean is currently working on. That actually sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> no. Except for the G Gundam part. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, G Gundam's rad. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Starting with you, David, among the FNF hosts, are you a picky eater or are you a vacuum? I'm pickly vacuumish. What you're saying is it depends on the kind of food or? So if I like the food that is in front of me, I will eat it like a voracious badger woman. And if I don't, I will snub it like the Oscar snubbed uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Okay, so let me rephrase this because I think I understand what it's going for. So are you a picky eater or are you a garbage can? Both. You will garbage can the food that he likes. How many types of foods do you not like? Many. So that means you're a picky eater. It's not. <laughs> We're not talking about the amount that you would eat. It's the amount of types that you would eat. Yeah, and I eat a lot of food very voraciously. But you know what? <laughs> not all of it goes in because I go, sniff this. Ew, that's gross. <laughs> What is more numerous, the amount of types of food that you do eat or the amount of types of food that you don't? That is a question for a different time. I don't know. I have never done inventory. Uh, yeah, we'll have to do an inventory. Sean, if you could pick it off the top of your head, are you a picky eater or are you a garbage can? I am in the same boat as David. I am very picky, but what I do eat, I eat voraciously. Valerie? I'm picky. Garbage can? We don't have to go voraciously. We can just say enthusiastically. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can be enthusiastically. I'm voraciously. That's fair. I'm definitely a garbage can. There's very little that I will not eat, and I tend to be a little compulsive. Not compulsive, but... Um, it's hard for you to not finish your plate. It bugs me when food is uneaten. Same. Because of how I grew up, if you didn't eat fast, you didn't get seconds. That, that was me with french fries. Sometimes my parents would make food that's so fucking disgusting that I just would not eat it. I would refuse. I got you. Like curry chicken. Shit's gross. <laughs> no. Depends on where you get it. Yeah, if it was at my mom's house, it was fucking gross. Okay. I'm going to go over this because it's a question only I can answer. Is the latest episode of Negative Opinions just supposed to abruptly end? Doesn't matter which one it is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, Valerie, tacos or burritos? Tacos. Unless you get delivery, in which case, go with burrito. David, tacos or burritos? 
We are all children of God. <laughs> Is that your answer? Yes. Sean, tacos or burritos? Burritos. They have more in them and also less messy. Tacos are also good, but burritos are better. I swear we already answered this. I think so, too. I'm just going with what is here, and if you think we've answered it, then I I will remove it. David, what's your preferred method of finding porn? Finding porn? Yeah. I have a combination of Reddit, Twitter, and Fur Affinity. Oh, and also uh, (laughs) eHentai. Valerie. King.com. Sean. Pornhub. Oh, also the Nuts for Work channel on here. That's a good one. Yeah. Normally, that's just David. <laughs> Hi, I'm David. Hi. For me, it's a mixture of OnlyFans, ManyVids, Pornhub, and Rule 34. Okay, so I have to revise my answer now because I'm thinking about it, but OnlyFans is great, but I find OnlyFans accounts through Twitter and Reddit, so... Okay, let's say instead of finding porn, uh, procuring porn, then. Yeah. Yeah, if it's for your creation, it is straight uh, Reddit and Twitter. Okay. Valerie, boxers, briefs, boxer briefs, or commando? We already yes, had already. that, and I remember okay. saying commando. That was like commando. episode one of Naked Opinions. I'm yeah. removing them, then. Start from a different point. I'll answer it, though. The answer is very clear. It's banana hammock. <laughs> the sea thong. Yes, uh, the mankini. <laughs> Uh, Valerie, all-time favorite video game boss fight. Oh, there are so many that I remember that were bad. I guess I really like Evil Land, the first game, the final boss. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good one. And I guess, like in FF7, the frigging scorpion bot, because the, the music is rad, you're you like, the oh, first yeah. Boss? Yeah. Okay. Sean? I don't know. I guess Meta Knight from Kirby? Or, no, no, King DDD. King DDD. Yeah. Which Kirby, though? Yes. Dreamland, first one. Okay. You're talking about the Game Boy one, right? The Game Boy one, yes. Good. You know which Kirby came first, then? Yup. David. Final Fantasy XIV, the entirety of the Binding Coil of Bahamut. All right. I'm cheating on it because it is actually 15 separate fights. You asshole. Well, no, the story contained within is one of the best stories, especially if you understand the context of Final Fantasy XIV and how the second version came about. It is incredibly satisfying. And for me, the final boss of Pony Island, which I will not reveal because spoilers. Yeah, it was uh, Cher. (laughs) Cher? (laughs) Yes, from Sonny and Cher. Yes. No, it was Logan. Logan just shows up and he's like, yeah, I guess I'm in a video game now. Uh, a less spoilery one would be the final boss from House of the Dead Overkill. Yeah. The gigantic... Um, Monster mom. Yeah. David, do you prefer sandwiches cut horizontally or diagonally? Diagonally, forever. It makes them go faster. <laughs> Sean. Why cut them in half? Why not just stuff them down your gullet? Valerie. Diagonally. I am also going to say diagonally. Because, like, sandwich, regular sandwich, we're not talking about a sub. No, subs you can't cut diagonally. That would be ridiculous. I mean, you could. I don't want a spear of a sandwich. You can do the fancy diagonal cut, but no, like, it's it's cut in half. I'm asking Sean because I know what his answer is going to be. Sean, do farts ruin relationships? How would I know? (laughs) (laughs) That's mean. David, do farts ruin relationships? I mean, 
No, it's a fact of life. Everybody farts. Like, you ever think about Barack Obama just like letting one rip in the <laughs> Oval Office? Okay. Hey, he'll be like, now this is a very historic day for our entire nation. Uh, it is going to, the passage of this bill ensures that all Americans. Oh my, I, I appear to have farted. <laughs> beautiful oh, oh wait no no it's actually a shark oh no i have messed myself michelle michelle i put my pants michelle get the emergency kit oh oh why did i wear tan after labor day it's happening again michelle oh no <laughs> the dijon mustard is overflowing no why did i ever have that dijon mustard fox news is right <laughs> Valerie farts ruin relationships. Not at all. I am also in the not at all thing. Val, have you ever been in a fist fight? Yes. Story or just moving on? I'm pretty sure I told that story before. I fought when I was in elementary school with another girl because she ruined my slide because it was in winter. And she started pulling my hair. I ended up with a fistful of her hair, and we beat each other up pretty badly. Wow. Yeah. Sean. It was called grades three, four, and five. So, yeah. <laughs> Oof. David? Yes, I have been in three. The first one was in uh, freshman year of high school, a kid named Freddie Beasley decided to start giving me business while I was trying to like just sit in the gym and wait for PE to start. He was trying to say he had like this lackey with him. He was also a, a like some punk that nobody liked in the school except them two. But it was unfortunate because he was also black. And Freddie Beasley was instigating stuff like, yo, Colin, did you hear he was calling you the N-word? And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. And, like, I was already having a bad day, so I, I wasn't having any of it. He pushes me, I push him back, he takes a swing, I duck it, and I fucking spine buster him. <laughs> the principal asked who threw the first punch, and it was Freddie Beasley. I ended up with detention, he ended up five days suspended from school. I came out better on that. The second one wasn't so much a fist fight as someone took a swing at me and then regretted it because... <laughs> he punched me, my mouth was open, and he jammed my fang into his fist. Oh, wow. It was incredible because it was mostly done in jest, but we were kind of pissing each other off, so I, I'm sure there was a little bit of malice behind it. And it was Timothy Batten. He goes, oh, man, fuck you. And then he just swings at me, fucking jams you right in my, my fucking fang, and he goes, ah, fuck. <laughs> this is in computer apps class. It is really funny. And everybody's like, are you okay, Tim? And he's like, yeah, yo, I just hurt my hand on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Tim, are you all right? And then the last fist fight I had was when I was in the Air Force. It was late at night. It was like a, like 10 o'clock. It was Airman Colin or Collins. Maybe it was Collins. Dang, I think it was Dane Collins. This was his name. He was a fan of playing music very loudly in his dorm room. And a lot of people get mad at that. So I get it. Oh, an asshole. And as dorm chief, I have to go in and be like, hey, can you turn your music down? So I knock on his door, and the very first thing he does is swing up my leg with a goddamn wire coat hanger. What? And I am not happy about that because I'm already groggy, so I'm in fight mode. I fucking kick, and I got a mean-ass kick. So I kick him right square in the stomach, and he's like, ah! And he just lunges at me, hits me twice in the jaw, and that was the end of that fight. 
Wow. So I didn't technically win that one, but it didn't hurt. So I say I did. And those are my three fist fights. Uh, the two fist fights I remember were one was middle school fight club. And I got my head rammed into a wall, which is why I have a small dent still on like the left side of my skull. The other one, actually, one of our bogey beneficiaries <laughs> clocked me in the face. Wow, what a cool guy. <laughs> Thanks, bogey beneficiary, you did that. <laughs> <laughs> Waffle decked me directly in the face. Why did Waffle do such a thing? What were you doing to disturb Waffle, our, our greatest champion? <laughs> I yanked his shorts down during weightlifting class in like Why did you do grit. that? Why are you being such a cock Waffle? Everybody was pantsing everybody else. That doesn't mean you should do it. Lead by example, you ham. He took it personally. It was like seven He should take it personally. That's his junk you're exposed. You sexually assaulted many people. I didn't pull down people. the boxers. I pulled yeah. You know what? He didn't want people seeing his boxers, his very nice boxers with pictures <laughs> of tacos on them. Anyway, so he approached me from behind and decked me, and then we fist fought a little bit. And now we're friends in this water under the boxers, Dave. Oh, dude, that's my favorite Usher song. <laughs> <laughs> Two questions. One can only be answered by David. The David question is, uh, what were our roles for the season opener the tokusatsu one when we all worked at the TV station. Alright, you're asking a question that I can't answer because I don't remember. Okay. All I remember is that I was crimson, Val I think was purple, and Steve was like light blue, not blue, light blue. I was specific. Yep. And then I think Sean was just Sean colored. <laughs> Sean was Sean colored? Canadian colored. I wrote all of this on like a pad of paper and then I recorded it like the next day and then threw away that pad of paper. <laughs> it would be in the video I made for it. Oh yeah, go watch the video. I gotta find it. Well, it's not on YouTube. Go put it on YouTube right now. Steve. Steve. I can't put it on YouTube. I'll get yes, you I will get copyright stricken. Why? How will we get copyright stricken for something that you can't get copyright stricken for something that's been reversed and then shrank into a thumbnail? It's <laughs> so you want me to just do a 10? No, I'll do a 4K video with a 60 by 60 pixel version of the video playing in the middle. Yeah. Great. Good way to just Why can't I fucking YouTube? find a PlayStation 5? How difficult is it? I mean, really. Well, we are living in the Chapocalypse. There's no computers anymore. I was talking with uh, some people at work, and apparently, like, they can't buy a new car because no cars can get chips either. Nope. And that's why the auto industry is getting priority now, so graphics cards are probably going to wait until 2023. Why do fucking car cars don't... Cars aren't even good! <laughs> cars are bad for the earth. Cars yeah, are bad like, for roads. In unless it's a full electric, it's fucking bad. And a full electric would require the same components that would go on your high-end gaming machine, so we're still shit out of luck. <laughs> this says my carbine's Bitcoin. <laughs> I don't want to think about this. And I realize I've called on Fizz twice, but I have been watching the chat, and you guys are all wonderful. It just so happens that I've glanced over at the appropriate times for him. The last question. Valerie, what's more insulting? Oh, God okay, so I am uh, Fuket Magenta. <laughs> He's watching Toyota, it now. Oh, David is... Yeah, Phuket Pinku is David. Oh, yeah. Okay, it wasn't... Right, because of the furry pink. fucking mobile. Phuket Purple is Val. Yeah. Steve-O, Phuket Ocean Water. Yep, that Ocean Water. 
Oh, and Logan is Phuket Crimson. Oh, Woofie got it twice. There you go. I don't think they asked what our colors are. They asked what our roles were at the TV station. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> Do we have roles at the TV station? Yes, we did. You know what? I'm just going to try and post a video in there and you can figure it out. Valerie, what's more insulting? God, you're old or God, you're young? I guess it depends. Well, if somebody just randomly goes up to you and just says, God, you're old or God, you're young. I don't really find it insulting in either case. I just find it funny. Sean? Probably God, you're old. Because I wish I was young and not in this decrepit body. David? I'm in the Sean boat on this one. I would prefer the days of my youth where I could like fucking eat 17 cheeseburgers in one sitting and not be like passing out due to death. Uh, For me, it's God, you're young because I get infuriated when somebody insinuates that I'm either not smart enough, not mature enough, or not experienced enough to be able to make my own goddamn decisions or do something right. Yeah, well, you're none of those things. You're still in your 30s. You don't even get an opinion until you're 48. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'll have to get a fake ID to rent Ultra Porn. Yeah, you'll have to get a fake ID to rent Ultra Porn. (laughs) And with that, that's the end of the episode. Wow, we did stretch it with a lot of those fucking questions. Yep. So thank you very much to our patrons, especially our genital guardians. No recount me harder, daddy. Chirpy, Santa Grimnar, the judge, the jury, and the exagutter. Don't tell me to say it differently because I never will. A Skylander starter kit that's been sitting on a dollar store shelf since 2019. <laughs> Richard Pryor, Epidel, two-time, two-time world heavyweight champion Matthew J. I want to be Anastasia. <laughs> Discuss all recorded recorded presidential farts stored in the Library of Congress. (laughs) (laughs) James Polk was a beast. Wow, those names. Dizdon plays and Grass Dragon and a super special thanks to our Bulgay beneficiaries, Terra's Razor Flood. Advent Dawn, Wage, Highlander 2 is a cinematic masterpiece, Evan <laughs> Bommel, this episode, Highlander 2, Mrs. Brisby and Kogel Hot Dogs are S-tier Fight Me, Miri, and Dump Truck Treg Borschwitz. Man, can you imagine William Howard's task farts in the bathtub that he got stuck in? I can imagine they're no worse than Highlander 2. <laughs> <laughs>